Planet Water Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of A Water with with Martin Riese and my new co-host, Michael Mascher. And I think everybody who's interesting in the water industry knows Michael already because Michael is a very, very famous guy, I would say. He's definitely the same level that I am because he's actually even a little bit above me, I would say, because he started that whole water thing a little bit earlier than I started it. And he was one of the gentlemen who actually sent me a recommendation letter when I wanted to come to Los Angeles, to America in 2011, and I'm really thankful for him. So, Michael, hello and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Martin. Fantastic. I'm so happy to be here and doing this together. I think it will be really exciting. And, you know, especially in times like this, we want to showcase how vital still our industry is and how much progress we're still making, even so you don't hear so much about it. I think so, too. So... Everybody who doesn't know Michael, uh, Michael and myself are doing the Fine Water Academy. So when you want to become a water sommelier these days, it does not matter where you live. You don't need to travel. That's actually the beautiful thing, especially about the scenario where we're in right now. And I think Michael and myself had that dream for many, many years because we thought, hey, we have so much knowledge about water. We should give that knowledge to the next generation or maybe, to, <laughs> I don't want to even say next generation. I'm not that old, hopefully. Uh, and Michael either, but um, we wanted to share our experience as water sommeliers, what we're doing around the world to other people. So Michael, you want to talk a little bit about the Fine Water Academy? Yeah, so it's a fantastic um, way of becoming a water sommelier. You will train with the two of us. Everything is 100% online, but it's not easy. It will take you three months. You will have to do a lot of assignments. We can already tell you, you will fail some assignments. And we have people, you know, not getting used to failing assignments. But I think the people we've already graduated, I think we're very, very proud of. And we can see they're already making fantastic contributions to the, to the category. And some of them come from brands. Some of them come from, from distribution. And some of them come from Horeca. So I think we'll have a very, very interesting group of people that thinks very much like Martin and myself, pushing the category forward with a very contemporary thinking about water. This is not a stiff kind of a wine sommelier from the 80s. This is fun, contemporary, and from people that like Martin and I are working in the category. Yeah, and I think everybody who knows me, uh, I like to have a lot of fun with water. Um, that's the reason the whole Fine Water Academy is a lot of fun. And I really have to say, I'm enjoying that on a daily basis when I see the assignments from all around the world dribbling in on my computer and I can read some assignments, I can watch videos for some assignments and we can connect to people who are interesting in the water industry. And that is for me fascinating. But I have to say, I'm getting a little thirsty and we always said a water with. So obviously Michael and myself want to drink water as well. And we have a very, very special guest from, from the United States today here. And I have the water in front of me it's not the typical bottled of water, what you might be seeing in the grocery store. This is something I really think has a, a lot of passion to it. So welcome, Natalia. Hi, it's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit, where are you located? Well, I'm located in Southern Oregon right now, but the water actually comes from Pine, Idaho. Okay. And how did you start to yeah, become interesting in water? 
Well, it's a very interesting story. Um, I, I wasn't so much interested, I mean, I've always been interested in the types of water we drink from a health perspective, um, but my family, my husband and myself were very interested in water advocacy and nonprofit work, and we have about 15 years in that industry. Um, and then in 2015, when this Rising Spring source came up for sale, somebody involved in the sale reached out to us because they knew of our commitment to water and protecting water. And they were very invested in having the new owners be somebody of that mind frame. And so they reached out to us and we were, you know, did our due diligence and were very very honored and excited to purchase the land in the spring and um, kind of embark on this journey. But we really, from day one, we weren't sure what that would look like. So it has been an unfolding from the beginning. They're very interesting. It's interesting that you mentioned the, the social purpose because it's the first time when I saw it on your website, it actually says social purpose corporation. I wasn't aware we have SPCs. Yes, yeah. It was very important to us from the beginning to layer as much of the consciousness of water advocacy and social and business environmental awareness from the beginning, because I think it's so much harder to do, you know, once you're up and running. So to just really make that foundation in the beginning. So we're a B Corp, which was a lot of work and we have a nonprofit giving arm. Um, and, and then we also offset our carbon footprint as a company. I think this is great and I, I uh, this is like why I'm so passionate about water because I know a lot of water brands who are doing that and who's saying like, do you know what, we, we're taking something from Mother Nature and want to give it to the people, the beauty of Mother Nature and they feel appealed on like going something back to the nature or giving something to society or being like really aware of the situation that as a company you should do something good and I love the idea that Rising Spring right away thought this about the beginning of this and um, to say, no, we want to be aware of that situation and we want to do something good to the planet and good to the people as well. And this is, I think, why we're on this planet, let's face it. Huh? We, should, we should bring joy to the planet. We should bring joy to other uh, human beings and other animals and everything. And I think it's great to, to have a company with us today here at A Water With the podcast um, to talk a little bit about the social aspect about water as well. So can you tell me a little bit about the water in general? Because Michael and I, as water sommeliers, obviously we're interested in the taste of water as well. Yes, absolutely. So I think I'll speak a little bit to the source. Um, it is located in Pine, Idaho, so about an hour and a half outside of Boise, Idaho, at the base of the Sawtooth Mountains. The Sawtooth is actually part of the largest contiguous wildlife in the lower 48. And um, the water itself in the aquifer is underneath a granite batholith, which is the largest batholith in the world. So the water, the source is so protected with this large wilderness area and this dense granite. Um, the water rises from 2.2 miles deep. Two miles of that journey is through quartz crystal. So it picks up that silica along the way. It rises in our source house and we package um, there on site in the box. I think a lot of people don't maybe know, um, but when you see the video right now on YouTube, obviously a lot of people listen to the podcast, but you can watch the video as well on YouTube. And uh, I will holding right now this incredible, beautiful package. And um, that's pretty much how much gallons are in there. It's five liters. So I five liters. Yeah. 
that's where we have I can work out with that <laughs> yeah, this is a great like you know the gyms are closed so yeah. you, you do your workout and you can hydrate on the same time so this is great it's a fantastic packaging you know uh, we had rising spring participate last year in Stockholm at the taste and design awards and you know they really won. you should hold it up yeah they really won uh, a, a gold medal for the packaging and I think it's it's really really fascinating and Maybe we can talk later a little bit about an aspect which I like best on the on, on, on the packaging is that the pH is not very prominent or I don't think displayed on the packaging. I think that's a really, really cool thing and we can talk about it later. But quickly through the history, um, we know this water, right? This has been around for a while. This is one of the classic water. And I think for the people who have been in the business for a longer time, this was Trinity water at some point, correct? Correct, yes. Yes, we, um, it was packaged under the name Trinity and it was a top seller, top selling SKU in Whole Foods. And, um, you know, they did a beautiful job. They built a, a wonderful source house to honor the water. It's gorgeous. There's pictures on the website and there's a picture I can show you here. And, um, you know, they, they put a lot of thought into, you know, the packaging facility. And so, and, uh, and a lot of their, um, the science they did, we inherited a lot of great things from Trinity that, that really, set us out on a on a great starting point to launch rising springs it would have been maybe unsurmountable really to start from nothing um so we're very grateful that they were so thoughtful in in all that they did and that we could then pick up the stewardship and and launch a new brand with some of the other things like the b corp and the consciousness and and other things layered in how did you came up with the name rising springs well, I'll tell you, first off, it's really hard to pick a name because a lot of them are taken. So we had a lot of, you know, sessions of my husband and I and kids and whoever else we could get to, you know, join in. And we just like had, you know, lists and lists written down. And, um, you know, a lot of the ones were taken and I don't, you know, Rise and Springs was always in there. And I don't know that from the beginning, it was like, oh, this is the one. But as we as it's built it really feels correct because that's you know that's exactly what it's doing and our you know our intent has always been to just be it's an offering you know and we want to be the conduit for the offering and we want to be as transparent as possible you know with the spring with what it is and so that's that's what it is it's a rising spring so it's called rising springs do you have one spring so are there multiple springs because there's a plural in the, in the brand name yeah, there's actually two springs. We currently um, only package out of one spring and, and the facility is only equipped to package out of that spring. But we have a second spring on the property, which um, is, is the same aquifer, same um, fissure that it rises from. And it, is, it has no source house right now, but it has, um, you know, the, the, the rate of the spring that we're currently packaging is 27 gallons a minute. The bridge spring, we call it, is 240 gallons a minute. Oh, interesting. So again, I'm thirsty, and as a water sommelier, water should not be a dry topic. So I'm going to open this now, and I want that people really seeing this, because this is like really well done, and you have here like a little notch. You press this pretty much in there, or you can pull it out. Then this comes here. You're putting this right here. So it's actually very, very simple. Moving this away. And you can put this back in there. Here we go. 
Well done. This is very, very simple. It's almost look like I'm your marketing director, you know, for your water, huh? So, and then because, you know, like it has to be like obviously safe. So there's a little notch right here. You can open it with this as well. And now you can actually pouring the water. Let's see if I can manage to do this here. Here we go. And there's this flowing. Oh, what a nice sound. So Martin, can you can you pour me a glass as well? Michael, we should we should you know there are like some videos right now with wrestling girls who are like all sitting at home and one is hitting and then the picture comes to the next person and is falling down and hits the next person. So maybe we should do this with water producers, Michael. We we're sharing a glass in the picture and then the next picture comes. I think that would be a nice thing. Anyhow, so cheers. Um, Michael, uh, cheers to you to Texas because you're, you're being in beautiful Texas without Rising Spring, but I'm lucky enough here in Los Angeles that I have two boxes. One I'm opening right now. And cheers, Nicoya. Hopefully, you have your water in front of you as well. Cheers. I do. Cheers to you, Martin. Uh, well, cheers, guys. The, the funny thing is, I already actually finished mine. You know, I had a box from, from Stockholm and I actually brought it home with me on the plane. I was carrying actually as a carry on. And there was a little water in left. I couldn't take a lot of water, but there was a little bit of water. And we really enjoyed it in, 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 in Stockholm. So, and I'm looking forward to, you know, what Martin thinks about the water. I don't know if you had it before, Martin, but yeah, I thought I it, it was it really before. very special. I had it before. It's a very round, very smooth water. You can clearly taste the silica level, I think. It makes the water very, very round and smooth. And it's very refreshing. It's a funny thing is it feels almost because I have it room temperature, obviously, and everybody who knows me, I'm always drinking my water's room temperature because when you're chilling a water down, you're losing aromas. So please guys, it's always important when you're doing a water tasting. And actually for me, it's even, I think it's better for my body. When I hydrate myself, I'm drinking all my water's room temperature. But this water, even in room temperature, feels really refreshing. What I like. Nikoya, do you know the TDS level out of your head of this water? Yes, it's 190. 190. So it's not like, Michael, we would consider it what? We would consider it light. Yeah. If we would consider light water. But I find when I remember how I experienced the water for the first time, I was really surprised. Number one, I knew it is a hot spring and Nikoya can maybe talk about this a little bit later. So you would expect there's tons and tons of water in there but it seems like the granite is so solid, so hard, that even the hot water can only dissolve uh, a couple of minerals. Mm. And what I really enjoyed is with the water, what the pH does to it. It has a very high pH. I think it's over nine, something yeah, along 9.4. 9. 9. So it has a pH of 9.4, so which is really, really high. And for me and Martin, we both have to experience this high pH gives the water this kind of velvety feeling. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about pairings later on, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is desserts, you know, non-chocolate desserts, when you want to have this velvety soft feeling with a water that has enough substance to carry it, but it has that, that fantastic silica, high pH feeling to it. And what I mentioned before on the box, you know, many other companies would market their water high pH, high pH, high pH, healthy, you live forever if you drink it. So I was so happy to see that the high pH, which is uniquely high on your brand, was not put forward, 
but you focus on the water and have the pH as one of the attributes of your brand, but not the key component. Yeah, we actually, you know, we, there was some suggestions for us to um, make it more bold. We did, we ended up in our second version. Um, we did add it right here so that, you know, it was easier to find. Um, but we were really clear that we didn't, you know, again, we just go back to an offering. So it's the offering of the water. We want to list the attributes and then it's the consumer's choice to choose what works for them. I really appreciate that you're saying this because uh, Michael and myself don't believe in this whole marketing gimmicks and some some waters and I think for me it's like the more marketing gimmicks are on the water the more you know that waters might be from a municipal source um, because they don't have a story and I get it it's like obviously you told us already about rising springs it comes steeply out of uh, granite it's so it's a beautiful story and a romantic story to it. it comes from a natural occurring source and you pretty much don't do anything to it you're just bottling it so other water companies uh, doesn't sound obviously so attractive when you're saying, oh, in Montebello, we have a, a factory and we're using their tap water, then we're filtering everything out, we're adding some uh, high precise minerals to it, and that's pretty much it, what we're doing. That's not really sexy for the consumer. Then suddenly they're coming up with an idea of, oh my God, it's high alkaline, it's overhydrating water, overachieving water, and then you already know like, okay, now it's getting a little ridiculous. Um, for me, I really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah? So, oh, you're almost like an understatement. So it's like you're, you're having a Porsche or like a Mercedes or something in your box. So it's an incredible good product, but you don't have to show it. Yeah? And that is amazing. And this is really what I appreciate about Rising Springs. I think it's, I think it's part of the, the whole brand, Martin, exactly. And I think even the box reflects that understatement, right? There's no picture of mountains or anything and I'm pretty sure it's beautiful there but it's this kind of really understanding focus on on, on, on on the main characteristics and I'm curious right now you're boxing uh, just in the in the bag in a box uh, do you have any future plans for expanding your offerings um, I am excited to say that our plant ran their first um, line of glass bottles today successfully <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. So yeah. congratulations. And I'm so happy that we're doing the podcast on this very special day obviously, <laughs> as well. So we would love to see the bottles at one point because I think that would be very interesting for everybody to see how you, how you came up with them with the bottle. What kind of bottle are you using? We're using a glass bottle made here in the United States or in Canada. And we're doing a 750 ml and then a 12 ounce um, pairing. So those are, you know, we, we really had envisioned designing our own um, glass bottle would have been an amazing, um, I think an amazing app, you know, reflection of the spring is what we wanted to do. But I think for now to um, make it accessible for the consumer, you know, we went with a standard kind of wine, white wine bottle. What I actually like, I love wine bottles, like the Bordeaux bottle shape. I think it's a great bottle and I know a lot of water companies who are very successful out of that bottle. So I think it's a great choice because again, and you, you, I think my, my listeners and, and the, the viewers can here already see it's not about marketing for Rising Springs. It's about the quality of water bring to you the, in, in a great box or in a great bottle because the water is that what counts. And this is what I'm always saying and Michael as well, in the end, 
that all goes into my glass and in the end it goes into my palate and then I want to see the quality of our water. I actually don't care about all the marketing gimmicks beside this. And that's the reason, again, Rising Springs is for me really like a great choice uh, to choose because I'm getting that what I want to get because I want to get a very, very good healthy water in my glass. And yeah. it's, it's, you're absolutely on the trend. You, you think you may be missing an odd on something designing your own bottle. But if you look at the overall industry worldwide, I think this trend is a little bit over. That's about a year or two years old where everyone's designing their own bottle, you know, super expensive, super premium. I think we're coming back to a level where people focusing on the water and on the brand, but recognizing that the bottle is not so important anymore as a characteristics of the brand. If you have all the other things, like Martin was saying before, if you don't have anything else, then you need to make the bottle shine. But if you have a water like this, which has a store and everything, it works extremely well in, in, in a wine bottle. And I think it's very consistent with your overall brand. So it's fantastic. We are really excited. You know, it wasn't, we originally had wanted to package in glass, um, but looking at the carbon footprint and we, we launched a DTC brand primarily, we now are in um, certain retail outlets as well with the box, but it was just such a high carbon footprint for the DTC model to ship in glass and water already being heavy, um, you know, and, and so I love the bag in the box. I actually think it's just the ease of use is, you know, sitting on your counter. I have one in my car, on my desk, in my bathroom, they're everywhere. Um, but there is an experience that you have with glass that is really nice. And we, we are excited to have both options now so that you can really have a premium experience with the glass bottle for, you know, on this, for on this, in the boutique or, or um, you know, retail outlet, and then for an on-premise or spa, um, hotel, those types of things. I think both options we're very excited about. And I think you have a good point there because um, you're almost like one of the first ones who really created this beautiful back-end box. But I know that several like large companies, bottled water companies, really thinking now to produce like gallons or like back-end boxes as well because they're realizing okay, it really doesn't make sense anymore to bottle like a, a 0 0.33 liter uh, plastic bottle because people using them one after another, after another, and after another, why not creating one big container and then bringing the consumer like this big container at home or into the hotels, and then they're selling maybe like a small bottle, a reusable bottle, uh, maybe even labeled with a water company that you can refill your bottle. And I think this will be the future and I think this, you're like one of the first ones who realized that. And I think, look at this, huh? look at this, it's amazing. Yeah, so that was the whole idea. You know, when we purchased the spring, it actually had a PET bottling line in it. And we immediately pulled out that out and we knew we weren't gonna use that regardless of what we used. And so then having the multi-serve box, and then we, the, you know, I love these, Earthwell did a wonderful job branding, you know, creating these water bottles, which incredibly high quality stainless steel and this environmental um, powder coating on the outside. And so the idea being that, and we all have, I mean, we all have many water bottles, I think, in our kitchen. And so, you know, it's nice to have a branded one, but we all have them. So that idea of just really being able to fill your own water bottle, um, it makes the most sense. And, you know, the other thing I'll add to that is that we do, you know, there's a liner inside of the box and um, the liner, the spout, even that tab you pull off is all upcyclable. 
if you send that back to us um, at the plant, we, we partner with um, a company that turns it into synthetic diesel. So far, your customers have mainly been uh, individuals, home, households, families? Yes. We have, um, so, we actually sell pallets as well. And so we've had some larger corporations order pallets for headquarters. It's and, interesting. So most companies right now with the coronavirus and the restaurants closing down, they see an impact in their sales on premises. So did you notice the, an impact on, on your sales? They increased for us. Yeah. That's quite interesting. Um, so. What is the future for Rise and Spring? So you told us you want to create the glass bottle. You mm -hmm. still want to maybe go into the restaurant world or you're thinking, do you know what, it might be better to be, to be in retail? I think we're open to both really, you know, looking for more of the premium boutique retail, um, not the larger chain stores. And, you know, I think we are going to begin by focusing more West Coast because our spring is on the West Coast. And so looking at maybe um, picking some geographical locations to start with and do some on-premise and some retail there and just kind of see what the appetite is. Now, that's really an interesting time I mean, to be doing this, right? Because it's hard, you know, we're just in talks with brokers and distributors. We have no placement and, and retail and on-premise is not accepting anything right now. Mm -hmm. So what we've done now is we're, we're, we will be offering the glass online in a case for the 750 ml bottles as a way to, you know, at least connect the consumer to these gorgeous glass bottles and the experience that we've built. And so that will be the first offering. And then we will, you know, see what the appetite is as it unrolls. Mm -hmm. Martin, what, what do you think about the pairings with, with the water? What, what are your ideas? I think I liked already the idea what you what you said like desserts something like this. I think like um, I think it would be interesting with spicy food as well to off balance it. So kind of like the 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 contrast of the water because pairing is not always uh, to match the same level. Sometimes you want to have it like exactly the opposite because then it's like sweet sour for example in the Asian cuisine, and this is exactly um, what I think about this water. What would be really interesting. Um, Spicy food, Korean food, Chinese food, Asian food, I think in general would be very interesting. I see some um, acidic foods as well, like salads. I think it would be very interesting to off-balance it. And then clearly desserts, clearly, especially like uh, fruity desserts, like with, with grapefruit, acidic desserts, with lemon, limes, oranges. I think this would be very, very interesting to pair with. Mm -hmm. No, I, I love the idea with the spicy food. I think that's really good. Because it almost feels like sometimes if you eat Indian food and it's a little bit more spicy, you take a little bit of yogurt or something to tone down the, the spiciness. And the, the velvet, the aspect of the water has the same feeling. So, you know, we have a, a water tasting competition again. We had to cancel the one in Slovenia for obvious reasons. But Martin invited us to come to his beautiful hotel. He's actually in the hotel right now and with the beautiful background. And on October 5th, we will have the the Taste Awards and Design Awards 2020 at Petit Eremitage in Los Angeles. And we're thinking of doing another dinner afterwards. And, you know, maybe we'll try the water with some of the spicy foods in some of the many good Thai restaurants we have very close by to your place. This could be really exciting. Yeah, I we think so, Michael. What are you were saying, Natalia? I was saying we would be honored to be a part of that. 
maybe you're even maybe you're even um, able to join us. It's not that far away for you, huh? Oh yes, I would love that. We um, I actually had many events planned in LA um, for the spring and the summer for the launch, which of course were canceled. But <laughs> it's a little bit postponed now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I think Michael just said it. Um, our podcast always comes from Petit Amitage Hotel, where I'm currently working, and I think like I want to show it a little bit to you as well, where I'm actually located. You see this beautiful garden right behind me, and you see this incredible tree. It's a very, very like it's almost like an oasis in Los Angeles. A lot of people would never think that I'm actually right now in West Hollywood, but we're doing this every week now on a, a try. We're trying it always on Thursdays actually to do the podcast here from Petit Amitage and what Michael already said on the 5th of October. Uh, even it's for, uh, for, the, for the public, so people can come on the 5th of October, join us and to see how five sommeliers from around the world can taste all the different waters. Michael, how many waters we will have? What do you think? I think 60 to 80 would be my, my guess. So that's incredible. I will be very thirsty. Hopefully I still know where the restrooms are located right after. <laughs> Always very important. As a water sommelier, you have to know where the restrooms are. So, um, Nikoya, one more question for Rising Springs. When people want to purchase your water and when people are really interested into the water, where can they get that? Um, the first place they can go is our website, risingspringsource.com. And we have, you know, the ability to to sign up for a, a one shipment or a reoccurring subscription so that you can count on this water arriving every month or every two weeks. We're also on Salacious Beverage website as well, um, or we will be really soon. I'm not sure if we're there quite yet. And then we actually are in retail outlets. We're at Erwan in your area. Um, you know, I think there's four outlets there and then, um, or four retail locations. And then in our hometown of Boise, we're in Whole Foods and at the two co-ops in Boise and then in the Wood River Valley, we have a few locations. So there's actually a locator on our website that shows our retail outlets. And what was the email, what was the homepage again? Risingspringssource.com. Okay, perfect. Risingspringsource.com, guys. For everybody who's not watching us on YouTube, that you definitely know where to get this incredible water. Um, Nikoya, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have you here online. Michael, the same to you. Thank you so much for being here. And, and you want to share, Nikoya, you want to say something to everybody? Um, I'm just, well, thank you so much for having me. And um, I really invite you to come check out our, oh, and I want to show you the picture of the source. Here we go. Yeah. Incredible. So this is where the water um, rises from the 2.2 miles deep. So, you know, we have a great website with lots of information and I just invite people to come and check us out and try um, Rising Springs. And then I look forward to seeing you gentlemen in LA in October. Thank you. Michael? Thank you very much. Fantastic. Good meeting you. And I hope we'll see you in the Academy soon again, Nikoya. Yes. And for all the listeners and viewers, thank you so much. This is Martin Riese, your water sommelier. And you know, stay thirsty because water is not just water. And see you next week to another incredible water podcast with a water with. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>